The Twins win the series over the Blue Jays in Toronto. I'm surprised. I'm impressed. I'm with you to talk about it on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Sunday, June 5th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Again, this is Nash Walker. been writing at Twins Daily for over two years. been hosting this podcast for over two years. This is season four at Twins Daily. This is season three as host of the podcast. And I'm surprised and I'm impressed by the Minnesota Twins. A, a great weekend series. They get popped Saturday by Jose Barrios, but they come back Sunday, jump on Kevin Gausman, and they win this series over Toronto without Carlos Correa, without Sonny Gray, without Joe Ryan, without Max Kepler, without Emilio Pagan, without Josh Winder. The list goes on and on and on and on, and they still won this series. So we're, of course, going to talk about that today, talk about Joe Ryan, Carlos Correa's hopeful returns pulling Devin Smeltzer in Sunday's game when I thought of that decision. Griffin Jacks, Jorge Alcala is on the comeback trail. Luisa Rise is leading the big leagues in average, leading the big leagues in on-base percentage in a huge way in on-base percentage. Jermaine Palacios, and then depth production, including Palacios with Miranda, with Gordon. So we'll talk about all of those things today. Let's start with Luisa Rise. Luisa Rise, four hits and a walk today. Gets it going for the Twins at the top of the order. I think Luis Arise has to lead off for the Twins uh, for the foreseeable future. I think he just has to. I mean, he's leading all of baseball in batting average. He's leading all of baseball in on-base percentage by a healthy margin. He's been incredible. And something I think it opens up for me is when you go Luis Arise, Byron Bucks, and I've mentioned this before, but I think it's it's true. When Bucks right, when you go from Luis Arise to Byron Buxton, you go from a slap hitting lefty who doesn't strike out, doesn't swing and miss, draws walks, get on base, has a bunch of hits all over the field, to Byron Buxton, a right-handed, pull-heavy slugger who swings and misses a lot, strikes out a lot, not going to walk very much, monstrous power, Great defender compared to Lisa Rise. They don't really know where he's going to play defense. He's been playing first base and a pretty solid first base. But how about that juxtaposition of those two, one and two? I would go Arise, Buxton, Polanco, Correa, or Arise, Buxton, Correa, Polanco when Carlos comes back. Hopefully that's very soon. But man, Luis Arise, he's having his best season yet. And I was thinking tonight, as we get into June and we get closer to the All-Star break in the middle of July, Who's like a clear-cut all-star on the Twins right now? The Twins are in first place. They're 32-24. and 24, But who's a clear-cut all-star for them? I think Luis Arise is the answer to that question. Byron Buxton was amazing in April, not so much in May. He'll probably make the all-star game because he's starting to get right and he'll get voted in. And hopefully it's, an, it's a no-brainer at that time. But who else other than Luis Arise? He's been incredible. Uh, so fun to watch and and fun for everybody. I think you know Nick Nelson wrote this, and I agree with him. Luisa Rise is a he draws in any type of fan, the new school fan who values on base percentage, 
over batting average. Luis Arise has that. The old school fan who doesn't like the swing and miss as much values batting average as a statistic they can use that you know viably measures a hitter. Luis Arise has that, so he satisfies both. <laughs> you know, old school and new school fans. Uh, it's just impossible not to love him. The energy he brings, the bat, the at bats, the professionalism, the bat speed. Everything about Luis Arise uh, is is so fun, and he's just been so dialed in and, and such an important part of this team and of this lineup. When he's missing, you can maybe feel it more than anybody else outside of Byron Buxton because what he does is so unique, his skill set to like anybody in baseball. It's just – it's incredibly unique. It's incredibly special, and it's, it's extremely, extremely fun to watch Luis Arise. Jermaine Palacios, how about the defense? Jermaine. Starts a key double play to get Devin Smeltzer out of a jam. I think it was in the first inning as well. Devin got in an early, early jam. Uh, George Springer, homer to lead off the game. Then a couple walks. Thought this thing was going to unravel after the Twins handed Smeltzer a 3 nothing lead. Palacios turns a great double play. Had a blunder yesterday. Made up for it today with some great defensive plays. And I think he's, a, he's an example of... When you look at this Twins farm system, and I cover this system a lot, and if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that. We have Prospect Fridays. We'll try to get back this Friday for a Prospect Friday. I know everybody's waiting for that. The strength of the Twins system is not at the top. While I think Royce Lewis is going to be a good Major League player, and that was evident when he came up, why you know Jordan Balzavic has struggled, but I still think he's going to be an effective Major League pitcher. Austin Martin, power problems, still think he'll be a good Major League player. The strength in this system is not there. The strength in this system is the depth. Jermaine Palacios just sitting down there as a third-string shortstop who plays a, a great shortstop. The Twins separate themselves from other farm systems, and I'm not saying they have a top 10 even farm system in baseball. I think it's probably top 12 to top 15, and, and sites would agree with that, I think, generally. What separates them is their depth in that system to be able to call up Jermaine and stick him at shortstop and trust that he's going to play a good shortstop. He drove in a run today early in this game. He's a good at bad. He doesn't look overwhelmed. That's special, and that's important, and, and we've discussed this before. The importance of not only Correa and Buxton and Arise and, and Joe Ryan and Sonny Gray, the importance of Jermaine Palacios, the importance of Devin Smeltzer, the importance of... Nick Gordon and Jose Miranda and how they contribute to winning and how so many times it's up to these guys in big spots. How do they come through? And, and a majority of this year, the Twins depth has come through. Let's talk more about that depth production. Gilberto Celestino back in the lineup today. He was outstanding. We'll talk about all of that after this word from Athletic Greens. Our next partner is lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, Athletic Greens contains less than one gram of sugar with no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things, AG1 does it all. Plus, right now, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. That's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Lockdown Podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Lockdown Podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. So Twins Depth, Gilberto Celestino, Nick Gordon had a hell of a road trip. If I were to, if I had to hand out one MVP award of this road trip, it would go Gordon Smeltzer, one and two. Those would be my one and two. And a rise, probably three. You know, Louis, Louis could be number one, but I would go Nick Gordon, Devin Smeltzer, Luis Arise, maybe Smeltzer and Arise are flipped. I would definitely give the first place to Nick Gordon. He played extremely well in Detroit, gave the Twins a chance to win they, a game they blew, played extremely well. In this series, Nick Gordon, he's doing it off the bench and he's streaky. He'll go through streaks where he's very good at the plate when he's lining the ball over the field. He's always playing good defense in the outfield, which you think back to a year ago right now, the Twins were just sticking him out in center field and hoping that he would play well there. He's played really well in center. He's played really well in left. Nick Gordon has played good defense in the grass for the Twins and they've become a great outfield defense no matter who's out there because it's either Celestino or Gordon in left or Larnick, and they've all been very good. Barn Buxton or Celestino or Gordon in center, they've all been very good. In right field, it's Larnick or Kepler. Both have been very good defensively, and Kepler has a history of being good defensively. Larnick has showed up this year as a great defender. They've become a great outfield defense because of their depth and, of course, because they have the best center fielder in the world and one of the best defensive center fielders, I think, of all time in Byron Buxton. It's a special group. The depth is special. It's been fun to watch out there. Uh, I think in the bullpen, Griffin Jacks today was outstanding. And, and Rocco Baldelli pulls Devin Smeltzer after four innings. I, I predicted it would happen on Twitter. I tweeted it out before. I got ahead of it. I predicted it. I thought they'd go to Jackson in the fifth. He goes to Cotton in the fifth. Cotton has a clean fifth. Jacks pitches the sixth. Joe Smith goes for the seventh. Duran pitches the eighth. I think Duran would have gone for the ninth if not taking that liner off his knee. Um, he's okay. It sounds like, but he's got a knee contusion. I think his next pitch or pitch after was 103 on the radar seemed okay. Griffin Jacks. We've talked a lot about the emergence last year, the slider, and now he's consistently 96, 97. When Jorge Alcala comes back, he was hitting the upper nineties on his rehab stint for the mighty muscles, the Fort Myers, mighty muscles. When he comes back, the twins will have three, not one, not two, but three right-handed relievers who are 96, 97, in Alcala's case, 98, 99, in Duran's case, 100, 101, 102, 103, but 97 plus with hammer breaking balls, all three of them, Alcala, Duran, Jacks, and each of them have their flaws. Every pitcher does. For Alcala, it's command. For Duran, it's health. You know, is he going to remain healthy? For Griffin, Jacks, it's, this is his first year in the bullpen, and also some command. Somehow, like, he's a mix. But they will have three right-handed relievers who all throw hard, 96, 97, 98, upwards, with hammer-breaking balls. 
And I think that's important in this division, in this league, and for the playoffs. And I still think the Twins are a bullpen arm short with Alcala. But if he takes that next step and he's the pitcher he was in the second half last year, which is a dominant reliever. He has a sub-2 ERA in the second half last year. Might have been even better than that. If he's that pitcher, might have been down the stretch like the last month and a half. If he's that pitcher and you have Duran and you have Jax, who's, who continues to get better and add ticks to his fastball, you have a great three-headed monster there. And then you have Joe Smith for some depth. Here's an example of what the Twins could do. Let's say they get a lead after five, or let's say they even, yeah, let's say they have a lead after five and their starter goes five. Chris Archer goes five and they lead by a run. You go Griffin Jackson, the sixth, Jorge Alcala in the seventh. You go Yuan Duran, eight, nine. Or you go Joe Smith in the sixth, Jorge Alcala in the seventh, Griffin Jackson, the eighth, Yuan Duran for the ninth. Gives you options. And that's why Jorge Alcala's return is so important. Also, obviously important, Joe Ryan, Carlos Correa. Let's talk about them. We'll also preview the Yankees series and look at the spreadsheet. Yeah, after this word from betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup. The Warriors tied it up tonight against the Celtics. They were at home at Oracle. They tied it up. The NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC, all the way to boxing. BetOnline.net is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. When I use BetOnline, I know that the platform is so easy to use. I can get my bets in quickly. I can jump right on the site on my phone. I can jump on the side of my computer if I want a bigger screen to look at. I know there are a ton of props to choose from. It's super fun. Go to betonline.net. It is where the game starts. You can use your mobile device or you can use your desktop. Joe Ryan, Carlos Correa. It's great the Twins won in Toronto. They took two out of three. I maybe overreacted after the Detroit series. Maybe not. You know, I felt like they were going to go in this weekend and struggle and and have trouble beating Toronto with Chichi Gonzalez, Dylan Bundy, and Devin Smelter as their three probable starters. Uh, that's baseball, baby. It's why we love this game. The Twins instead take two out of three. It's great they did that. Now you have the Yankees, and you can only sustain this for so long without Carlos Correa, without Joe Ryan, without Sonny Gray. Like As great as the depth has been, you're not going to match up well with the Yankees. You're probably not going to match up super well with the Rays if you don't have those guys back, although the Rays are missing Franco and, and Lau right now. But they need Correa and Ryan back, and it sounds like Ryan is a little bit behind Correa in the COVID trail. Uh, I would expect to see Correa first, and I would expect to see Correa hopefully for the start of the Tampa series, and then Joe Ryan at some point as well, probably going to make a rehab start and then maybe join the team in Seattle and start the opener in Seattle after this week. Um, but those are putting, that's putting like a very, I think that's that's a maybe a longer timeline than what we we could see or what is probable for those two. Hopefully Correa's back even sooner. Here's the spreadsheet. Yankees for three, Rays for three, Mariners for three. Twins start off June, a game ahead of my prediction. And on the season, there are two games ahead of my 90-game projection for them. So they have the Yankees. I have the Yankees taking two out of three. I think if you're the Twins this week, it's pretty simple to me. They're going to see Jamison Tyone Tuesday. They're going to see Nestor Cortez Wednesday, Garrett Cole Thursday. All three have been outstanding, especially Cortez, especially Cole. 
Even Tyone has been very good, almost went perfect against the Tigers, I believe, his last time out. It's going to be tough. And it's Dylan Bundy, Chris Archer, and to be determined, not in that order. That's the three. Those are the three probable starters for the Twins. Your goal for this week is, you know, if you have Correa back in the, on the weekend, which I expect for the weekend series, you have Joe Ryan maybe for one of those starts, maybe Sunday's start. The goal this week should be three and three in six home games against the Yankees and Rays. The Rays are a little beaten down right now. They don't have Franco. They don't have Lau. Those are their two best hitters. Randy Rosarena is still there. They still present challenges in their lineup. But the White Sox just went to the trap and beat them two out of three. And the White Sox had some clutch hits and jumped on Ryan Yarborough today, who I think the Twins will see this weekend. They can beat Tampa two out of three. That would be my expectation, especially if Franco and Lau are out, to beat Tampa two out of three. And that's what I predicted on the spreadsheet uh, preseason. The goal is three and three. If you go two and four, that's probably about what's expected. And if you go two and four, you get out of this thing at 34 and 28. And then you have Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, Colorado, Cleveland to finish out June. So, you know, I, I don't think the twins are going to be below 500 getting out of June or maybe even a couple games within 500 because the schedule gets lighter again after this week. Tampa's not as tough as they would be normally. And I'm saying this now on Sunday night, Franco could be back. Lau is not going to be back, but Franco could be back. And that might change things a little bit because he's that special of a player on both sides of the ball, Wander Franco. Right now, as it stands, I expect them to take two out of three from Tampa at, at Target Field. I expect the Yankees to take at least two out of three. I think if the Twins win one of the three, that would be fine. That's contingent on them taking the series from the Rays. I, I would be disappointed with two and four because that means you probably either got swept by the Yankees or you lost both series. And I don't think they should lose the series <laughs> to the Rays. I mean, they might. I just think that that's, that's a series they should win. The Yankees series, try to take one. Try to take game one. Look what happened when they took game one from Toronto. It just opens up possibilities. They got blown out in game two, but they had two opportunities to win. And in baseball, give yourself as many chances as possible. You never know what's going to happen. They ended up winning the series. So Yankees for three, Tampa for three this week. The Twins right now, they're bouncing around from um, skeptical to this looks like a good team to I'm skeptical again to I'm scared to I'm frustrated. And guess what? This is what it is. There are highs. There are lows. This is baseball. This is 162. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. And there will be many, many more for the Twins. We're just getting started here in June. Central, White Sox won today. Cleveland won today. Twins won today. So things kind of stayed even up. Twins are up four and a half on Cleveland. They're up five on the White Sox. The White Sox will play the Dodgers in Chicago this week to start off. I don't know who Cleveland's got. Uh, frankly, I'm not scared of Cleveland at all. So I, I don't even really follow Cleveland a, a ton. I'm just was following them this weekend because there was a chance they could overtake the Twins in first place. But I don't expect that they'll, they would stay there. The White Sox are clearly still the threat for the Twins and I think will be the threat for the rest of the season. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest storylines around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again for listening. Leave a comment, like, subscribe. Let me know what you think. Tell your friends about Lockdown Twins. Tell them to subscribe. We're trying to get to 1,000. So 
Help me reach my goal. I'll continue to be here all week, all year long. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day and go Twins.